You're listening to the Wellness Kuchina Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Hey guys, Chell here with my friend Lila. Hi everyone! We are doing the first Wellness Kuchina interview podcast, talking to a real millennial about struggles she faces in the kitchen, and she'll even be sharing some of her favorite dishes that she makes on a regular basis. So a little bit about Lila. So she's Lebanese by descent, was born in Colombia, and raised in Miami. Let's start with some questions. Lila, did you grow up cooking? Yes, I definitely grew up cooking. So everything in our household was based around food. In a sense of like any family gathering, food. Any visitors coming in the house, food. As soon as someone walked in, was like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? And it's like, dude, that's how I grew up with. So it was very important to go over grandparents' house on the weekends and have lunch and even stay over for dinner. Uh, so it was a brought up a very family-oriented thing to do. So eat. Yes. <laughs> a lot. We, like we, my mom, we were three people in the household and every time she cooked it was like if we were 16. It was insane. That's awesome. That sounds very similar to my childhood in the sense that there was food everywhere and my greatest memories are around food so totally agreed were you allowed in the kitchen like did your mom like let you cook what tell me a little bit about that yeah I was definitely allowed um in the kitchen she every time I was curious uh what she was doing she just told me okay grab this make this or mix this so yeah it was she enjoyed while I was there and did you want to learn from your mom and like the recipes that she was making Yes, I always wanted to learn, but I never took advantage, not until now, that now I call her more often, and I'm like, Mom, how do I make this, or how do you... So not so much when I was little, but as growing older, yeah, definitely. So you've been able to appreciate it a little bit more now yeah. as, you're, as you're growing up. I know that you've lived overseas. One, tell me a little bit about that briefly, because I know you can go a little cray-cray with it. I love Okinawa! <laughs> <laughs> and two... Has traveling like that opened your mind to different foods? Yes, definitely. So we were stationed in Japan, and just like things that we learned being there was how to use chopsticks, ways to utilize them without disrespecting the culture. We also uh, learned that slurping is like, uh, you know, it's a good, it's not disrespectful. <laughs> like when you slurp, you're telling that chef that the food is delicious. We learned so many new flavors, uh, best ramen I've ever had. They cook a lot with pork, which we were surprised. Their breakfast is fish and rice a lot of the time, even salad, well, not uh, noodles. So it was it was different than what we're used to here. Um, American continental breakfast, you know, you have your pancakes, your biscuits, fruit. Uh, it was not like that in Japan, so it was uh, quite a, an adventure. Very cool. So let's get down into the nitty gritty. Because you weren't as you were interested, but not super interested growing up, like cooking with your mom. Now that you have to like call her and ask her those questions all the time, what are some of like the major struggles that you deal with in the kitchen on a regular basis? Not having like a really strong kitchen foundation. That one's hard. Pretty much everything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, like proper pans to use, cutting correctly, mixing correctly, not cooking on high. <laughs> I saw I'm the most impatient person sometimes. I think that was a key, like learning patience when cooking, because I want everything to be right away. But then everything got burnt. <laughs> it was like, trial two. 
I think that's what a lot of millennials experience. And like you guys can write in or email me or just uh, reach out on Instagram and tell me if those are the struggles that you guys experience too. Because I feel like for a lot of people, it's knife skills, right? Like not necessarily knowing how to like hold a knife. And it's not even about like cutting quickly. It's about like cutting correctly. And you taught me that. I did. Yeah. So if you guys go back to episode 14, where we were talking about how to hold a knife and different kinds of knives, that's what she was talking about. I just showed her that one technique and I'm not kidding, it made a difference. I swear it was a life changer learning that. That's what I'm saying. Like just one small technique can give you so much more confidence in the kitchen. So like pans, for example, I might have to do an episode on that going forward. So like knowing what pans to use for like what application. Nice. Yeah, definitely. And that these aren't things that like were taught in school mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I had no um that was, I want to learn the chemistry of each pan, which pan to use for what, which one's a frying pan, which one, I mean, I know what it is, but if I was to make, if I look at a recipe, I want to know what the correct pan to use for Yeah, that. definitely. I use the same pan for everything, and I know that's wrong. That's not a bad thing either. <laughs> I use a cast iron for like 99.9% <laughs> of everything, but yeah, and that's, that's not something that, like you said, comes on a recipe, so that kind of has to be a little bit more intuitive or something that's learned over time. That is a really good point. How often do you cook? Everything. Really? Yeah. That's, I feel like that's rare for most people, too. Yes, I cook every day, but it's um, the same thing. Okay. Yeah. What do you What do you, do you like to cook? Guys, my kitchen is kind of boring. All right, so what does your breakfast normally look like? It's the same thing. It's uh, omelet with avo toast. <laughs> what kind of omelet? I'll put, like, peppers and onions, tomatoes, cheese, turkey. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty well-packed omelet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, my avo toast. Guys, it's bam! It's, <laughs> it's on point. I've had her avo toast. It's actually pretty banging. She does some crazy stuff to it. Yeah, so avo toast, which is also my go-to snack, or like something. I, okay, so something I always have at home is avocado, and I um I put I smash avo. You can add a little bit of olive oil. I'll put depending what I have. So maybe feta cheese, a little bit of sunflower seeds, tomato, glaze of balsamic vinegar, balsamic vinegar glazed, a hint of it, salt, pepper. Dude, you sound like a chef. Bam. And love. Have I mentioned love? <laughs> and love. <laughs> Loving the food, baby. <laughs> so what are some like dinner go-tos? Dinner go-tos would probably be chicken or salmon. Baked salmon. Do you do anything fancy to it? Oh, Osniel hates, so my husband hates salmon, but he cooks it better than I do. I just do salt, pepper. He gets, he gets inspired, you know? So he has like rosemary, thyme, lemon zest, lemon. I'm like, damn, baby, you should be, make salmon better. <laughs> Which I know, guys, um, as you can see, English is my second language. I just learned that you don't pronounce the L. <laughs> All right, so your husband enjoys cooking as well? Yes, he actually cooks with more flavor than I do. He, he cooks with more seasoning. I'm always afraid to use seasoning, so but he uses it more than I do, so I'm learning that it's okay to... It's, and mind you, my mom cooks amazing, so I don't know why I'm always just like, salt, pepper. What What's your hesitation to using different herbs and spices? Oh, it's not gonna, I don't know how to mix them. Okay, so I have an episode for that too. Guys, go back to episode eight, where I talk about using herbs and spices and smelling them together to make sure that they're gonna smell good together so they taste good together. So there you go, go into your spice cabinet, open everything and start smelling things together. Your husband's gonna look at you weird, but you're gonna have food with flavor. Yeah, he's gonna be so happy. <laughs> All right, do you feel like cooking is a chore or do you enjoy it? I enjoy it, definitely enjoy it. Mostly this quarantine, or I like to call it quarantine time. Um, <laughs> um, it's like one of my go-to things for fun, to just like try new dishes or meal, like make new things. Okay. Do you use recipes or do you just like wing it? 
most of the time I use recipes until I've done them quite often that then I'll maybe if I change this around or I'll change that around get wild yeah maybe exactly <laughs> let loose <laughs> so it's you know now that you say that my mom every time I call my mom for a recipe she's I'm always like okay how much of that she's like I don't know you just eye it I'm like mom give me numbers she's like no I she'll just when you when your heart desires when you I don't know I'm like Jesus mom that's not gonna work one tablespoon she's like I don't know I'm like got it <laughs> So that one's a little hard because she cooks um, alojo. So. By eye? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a by eyer and my grandmother's recipes were the same as like what your mom would say. Like, ah, just watch me make it and then you can figure it out. Yeah. Okay, thanks. So uh, my favorite dessert is called nefe, which is a Middle Eastern dessert. And I went over back to my mom's house and I took my notebook and I'm here trying to take notes, trying to take measurements. I walked out with saying, okay, I brought the glass where she uses to measure things out. Just so I can have this, thing. so I'll be like one silver glass bowl because this glass is silver. <laughs> just so I know exactly like how like that was the glass she she would go to. No measurements whatsoever. So if that makes any sense, that was it. You have to use her measuring device. Yeah, that's the key to all of her recipes, so that they can never be recreated without her. Yeah, that's what I did, and I had to videotape her doing it just so I can know exactly. It's like, mom, show the glass. How much is full? That's a great lead up to this one. <laughs> what cooking tool can you not live without? A knife. A knife. Oh yeah, knife and a cutting board. Okay. Oh, probably it's not a blender. Uh, food processor. Food processor. Okay. What do you use it for? To make hummus. Okay, guys. Real talk. Every time we have some type of gathering of more than like four people, Lila brings hummus. I feel like I just need to say that. <laughs> that's why I can't live without. And it's actually delicious. It's really good. Like that's one of the recipes I'm sure yes. that's just like in your brain now. Yeah. Oh, that one is boom boom. Yep. That one is... It's really good and it tastes the same every time, which is consistency. And I don't measure. Oh, damn, girl. I do it by the eye. <gasps> Just like my mom. Wow. <laughs> so what food do you always have in your fridge? Oh, avocados. Always avocados? Always. Yeah. Is there another? Is there another food? Probably like mixed greens. Super healthy. Oh, and dark chocolate. Always chocolate in the house. Always. <laughs> and avocados. And avocados. So what are... you? Kind of answered this one already too. What are some of your go-to meals that you don't need a recipe for? So hummus for sure. Hummus, the avo toast. Avo sure. toast. Probably yogurt. So I get like yogurt, put dill, lemon, cucumber. Oh, like a Greek yogurt dip? Yeah. But I eat it like a, oh. you can put it in a wrap. I swear it's pretty good. So the Greek yogurt reminds me a lot of, um, I know guys, you guys are going to find this weird, but there's this dish. Yogurt dish in Lebanon is called labne. And you top it off with za'atar, which is like a mixture of thymes, and then you put salt. I like to put a little bit of salt in mine, olive oil, and then you can eat it with cucumber, tomatoes, or you can put it in a bread and eat it as a wrap. Really good. It's uh, the taste. You can very. It's not similar, but it's like kind of making the tzatziki sauce, which is like with dill and cucumber. Yeah. The yogurt. I love sitar. I don't think it's available in most grocery stores, unfortunately, and it has like this like lemony, almost peppery. And it's like red. I don't know what they add to it, but that it is. That one's the sumac too. Oh yeah, the sumac, sumac yeah. is added to it. Too. Oh my god, it's so good, guys! If you can find it, maybe not online, but like if you can find it like a specialty like Middle Eastern store, buy it. It's amazing. Are, so spices you can never go wrong to is an allspice Middle East. Oh yeah. The satad and the sumac. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all of those in combination, maybe not all together, but like all of all all of them together, they work apparently, <laughs> according to my Lebanese guru here. All right, um, and then you already said, what are some of your go-to snacks? Are there any last 
are there any last tips and tricks that you want to share with our listeners? Just have fun. I love it. In the kitchen. Make a mess. And don't cook on high. It does not come out. Cooking with patience versus cooking on high two different worlds, (laughs) two different tastes completely. Those are tips that I kind of overthink or like overlook as a chef because like I I work with like a variety of different heats. Although sometimes I'm not going to lie, this happens like twice a week that my milk in my like little stock pot thing on my stove overheats at least twice a week because I am impatient and I heat my milk on high in the morning and it burns to the sides like twice a week. So that's a really good reminder. Thank you, chef. (laughs) Thank you. All right, guys, that is a wrap on our millennial struggle in the kitchen with my friend Lila. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Lila, for your time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Reach out via email at cbrunettywellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hey. If you want to follow Lila on Instagram, you can follow her at L-A-Y-L-A-T-A-B-B, Lila Tab. Lila Tab. Also, check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at chef underscore RDN for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. The link is going to be in the show notes. And going forward, guys, we're moving to just one episode a week. So next week's show will release on Monday, and we'll be talking about three-ingredient meals. 